Yo, welcome back to the Great Date Guy, my name is Rob Wong, and there's like a very slow-moving Lambo next to me on the freeway, and I'm confused by it. Um, I don't get why people buy expensive cars if they're not gonna drive them fast, but, you know, that's, that's on me, right? Um, so, <laughs> today, we're gonna talk about how to rapidly advance your social skills if you're like a hyper-introvert. If you have like social anxiety, this is the episode for you. So first things first, what I want you to understand is that if you're going to be taking this on, one of the most helpful beliefs that you can adopt is that, hey, I am not a person with low social skill. I want you to get rid of that. Even though we started off the podcast with that as the hook, right? Because I know a lot of people just identify with that label. And it's useful to admit that we have a problem, right? But it's not useful to continue to hold on to that problem like it's a piece of who we are. And it sort of skips over the fact that like, hey, this is just a learned skill. Like anything else in life, this is something that you can pick up. And the more you identify and associate with being someone who just sucks with women or who is bad at socializing, the harder it will be to improve because you'll be fighting against your own psychology. So as much as you can, try to remember when you start beating yourself up over, oh man, I suck at this. No. Hey, I just haven't learned the skill yet. I'll get there. I'm learning right now. I'm taking risks. Give yourself grace for trying. All right? There's honor in trying. Now, from here, what I want you to do is to begin to baby step it. Now, I say this a lot in this podcast, so I'm going to give you a specific example here. I want you to do the thing that is just a little bit confronting, just a little bit scary. And it might be like you make eye contact with a girl as she's walking by. You just make eye contact. And you learn how to do that well. That was the first step for me. And one thing that I learned while I was taking that practice on was, hey, if my eyes are real relaxed and I look like chilled out when I'm making eye contact with people, that doesn't come across creepy. People seem to be okay with that. (laughs) So you can begin there. But once you do that, once you figure out the secret and you begin to get comfortable with the thing, right? And I want you to always be looking for the thing that makes it comfortable for you. Now ask yourself the question, okay, once I've made eye contact, where can I take it from there? So maybe what that looks like for you is now, once she makes eye contact back and things are okay, you don't come across in a creepy way, She seems to be holding eye contact. Well, maybe I'll um, raise my hand and wave it at her. And so you start doing that. And maybe you begin to understand that while you're raising your hand and waving, it makes sense to smile because when you do that, women respond positively. They smile back. And it might look completely different for you, right? It's really important to acknowledge that, hey, I look different than you, probably most likely. So that's going to have an impact on how people react to me. Same thing for you. Maybe what works is if you just deadpan the entire thing and you just wave and women are like, oh, look at him smoldering over there. I don't know how it works in your reality, but I want you to test it out. I want you to figure out the answer because that's all this is. It's just like one grand experiment. You want to see what works for you. 
And I can't tell you what the answers are. I can tell you what my answers are, but they're not necessarily gonna work for you, right? So I want you to test this. So once you're smiling and waving, maybe the next thing that you do, after you do the eye contact, is you say hello. That's it, just say hi. And they'll say hi back. And then you get used to that. Ask yourself then, what is the next step for me? And so you can see how rapidly you can begin to progress through this whole, like, initially would have been, what would have been immensely complex, what would have been an overwhelming amount of fear and anxiety is suddenly reduced and it's easy, chunkable, manageable. And I want to I wanna give an example here to really drive this home. Um, so there, there must have been like some kind of sewage pipe or something that was suspended over a little canyon inside of San Diego when I was visiting today. It was just right along the beach. And at certain points, this thing was probably about, I don't know, like 15, 20 feet up in the air. And at other points, it was, you know, maybe closer to like two or three feet. And I decided to walk across the entire thing to just kind of challenge myself, deal with fear, learn to extinguish it, that kind of thing. And so as I'm going, at first it's like, oh, this is simple, this is easy. I spent all my time rock climbing. I'm fucking used to this. I got this, son, I got this. I'm wearing normal shoes, but it'll be fine, it'll be fine. And then as I get closer and closer to the middle part, which is the highest up off of the ground, I begin looking down, and all of a sudden I notice that like, oh man, I don't know if I trust my feet anymore. I don't know if I can make it. My breath is coming in shallower. It feels like my hands are sweating. I can't even think straight. And at a certain point, about halfway through, I notice that I can't even move my feet forward anymore. I'm frozen in place. I'm frozen in place. So I actually get down and I start like crawling across. And I try to do it in a real manly way, right? Because I don't want to embarrass myself. But I am literally crawling across this pipe to get to the other side. And I made it, right? But this is the reason why we have you baby step. This is the reason why we have you baby step. What if I'd fallen off the pipe? At the point of time when things feel the most dangerous to our brains or our bodies or our systems, right, our nervous system, it begins to self-sabotage. It begins to self-sabotage. I'm saying that again because it's important. It will go into fight, which means you get angry, which is not what you want to do when you're on a date with someone or you're trying to entice them into dating you, right? It will go into flight, which means that you'll be so scared that you'll want to run away. Again, not very helpful, right? And, and even worse, if you do that, your brain will learn that that's the proper response to do next time. So it'll screw you over the next time you try and the time after that. The more times it happens in a row, the stronger that response will be, the harder it will be to ignore that response. So, and, and let me give you the other examples that can happen here. You can also freeze which means that you do the thing that I did on the pipe. You run out of things to say, or you ask really boring sort of like, I don't know, automatic questions like, hey, what do you do for work? Questions that you don't even care about, right? She's bored, you're bored, no one's having a good time. Or you can fawn, which means that you go into super people pleaser mode, right? And you're just like, oh yeah, just like sucking up to her, right? All the things that like don't build up attraction at all. So. If you jump in at the deep end, it's very likely that even if you know what to do, you you listen to this podcast, you've listened to a bunch of people on seduction and attraction, you know exactly what to do, right? 
odds are if you're listening to this podcast, you know exactly what to do. Um, your system won't let you do it. It won't. It simply will not allow you to do it. So that's why I recommend with anything that has to do with fear or a nervous system being activated, you want to go slow, slow, slow at first. And I know, I know it's really tempting. I know it's really tempting, like as a dude especially, oh, I'm just going to do this the fucking hardest way. Give me a 10 out of 10, bro, in difficulty, bro. And I'm just going to bro my bro, 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 bro. And I get that temptation. I do that all the fucking time. And this, in this instance, it is especially counterproductive. It is detrimental to your progress. I get the draw and the allure of sex. I get the draw and the allure of having a relationship. But if you want to have the best possible chance of succeeding, then what you want to do is give yourself grace. Give yourself a little bit of compassion. And do the thing that's a little bit easier. Even if your brain or your body is like, no, I'm ashamed of this. I don't want to do that. That's not manly. Fuck that voice. Fuck that voice. It can go the hell off into the distance and die, catch on fire. I don't care. It just needs to go away because it's getting in the way. So ignore that the best you can and do the thing that's just a little bit easier. You feel me? I don't know if I've beaten that horse enough, but I think I'm going to stop right there. So as a quick recap, what we want to do is, hey, we take the easiest thing that we can do when it comes to social interaction, and then we just try it out. We see what happens. And once we get used to it, once it's well-received, once we figure it out, the little hacks, the little nuances that has it work out really well, we ask ourselves this question, what can I do next? What's the next logical step for me here to get a little bit closer to the end result that I want? Whether it's making out or getting a date or just having a really nice conversation. Where do I go from here? What do I test out? And take this on like a scientist. Just keep on trying on new things until you find the thing that really works for you. And remember that it's a unique, it'll likely be completely unique to you. So it makes sense to just try out a bunch of different approaches and see what feels good for you and what feels effective when you're having conversations with other people. Finally, compassion. It does not make sense to rush into this headlong, right? Give yourself the ability to do things the easy way and as a result of doing things the easy way, you're going to rapidly advance through that fear state and then you'll be amazing with people. So. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to drop me a line at greatdateguy.com. Me and Scott are going to be there on the chat. Uh, and if you got something out of this episode, be sure to rate it or subscribe or you know join join us here at Great Date Guy. Uh, we'd love to have you. We love seeing you every single week. Recording these episodes is a big... Uh, I don't know. I was going to say it's a big blast, but that doesn't make any sense. It's a lot of fun for me and Scott. And that's basically it. Love you. Thank you for being here. Hope you got something amazing out of being here. And I'll catch you next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Peace.